Storygram Network. Hosting for this podcast is generously provided by Transistor at Transistor.fm. If you would like It's Not About Food podcasts a week earlier and ad-free, please support me on patreon.com forward slash It's Not About Food. For more information about my books, my work, and my body love cards, you can go to my website at itsnotaboutfood.com. Hi, my name is Laura Lee, and this is It's Not About Food. So it's not about food, and it's not about weight. What is it about? Everything else. Because it's never ever about food, or weight, never ever, not even, one time, not ever, ever, ever. Hello, everyone. This is Laura Lee Rourke from It's Not About Food podcast. And today we're going to be talking about miracles. What a great thing to talk about, I think. So the card is the goddess is flying through the universe, through the stars above the earth with her little deer animal. And they're holding hands and they're just sort of flying above the earth. And the back of the card says... In this recovery, there are many miracles. We have the choice either to embrace the miracles and take part in them or step around them and deny them. As we open our hearts to our own recovery and let it guide and teach us, we receive many gifts. We develop compassion for ourselves and others. We create a healthier relationship with our mind, body, and spirit. We free ourselves from the oppression of self-hatred and limited self-perceptions. And most simply, we learn to love ourselves. This is a really sweet card, you know, and the idea of miracles. And the other idea of miracles is that we get a choice, that we really can embrace them or say, you know, not today. I don't think I can take this miracle today. (laughs) We're not just going on the water and we don't know what's going to happen to us, that we can say, I can step into this or I can just wait a little while until I'm ready to do it, which I think is a very cute thing for us to be able to do. So I am really, really grateful. We have a wonderful person with us today who has a great podcast too. I'm going to let her introduce herself and tell us what are the miracles in her life right now. Well, hi, Laura Lee. So wonderful to be back on your show. Thank you for having me. I'm Whitney Walker, and I am a licensed marriage and family therapist. I have a private practice, and I specialize in addictions, substance abuse, eating disorders, trauma, with a focus on spirituality. The miracles in my life right now are a lot. I have been traveling basically since the last time I sat down to record with you, Laura Lee, and I am now in a beautiful winter wonderland and find myself with a lot of peace, which I haven't had in a while. So that's really nice. 2022 was very challenging. I had some health issues. I had some other challenges and family and friendships and relationships. And just recently, I felt 
the presence of, of a miracle, which is change, right? I felt a shift. And suddenly I realized I feel so much better and my health issues have resolved and the things that I was struggling with last year and before have resolved to a great degree. So it's amazing. When I think of miracle, I think of alchemy a little bit, right? That you think, well, this is how things are. They're not going to change. It's static. It's in place. It's a solid. But then all of a sudden, things work their magic and a miracle happens, which is you find yourself with greater peace, a greater sense of freedom. And it reminds me of the path of recovery when you're struggling with an eating disorder, which is something can feel so ingrained and so much a part of you and your experience that you think it can't change, but it can. It can, and it does. And I just had no idea how I was ever going to be okay with my body or how I was ever going to be okay with food or how I was ever going to be okay with money or relationships or anything. I just felt like that just was not, that was never going to happen for me. And then it, it would happen. And then other things would happen and then that would happen again, you know, or whatever. And to me that just the fact that you're now in a beautiful winter wonderland is pretty much a miracle, I think. It's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. It's a wonderful new experience. And the cool thing is I didn't even know this was going to happen. <laughs> I've spent the last, you know, over a year being a vagabond and traveling the country, which is also a gift and a miracle because I never thought I'd be able to do that. Yeah. And I did. And I had such adventures and met so many wonderful people and was able to meet friends in person that I'd never met before. And then I found myself here because it just worked out and there was a place available for me. And so I came and here I am. It's so great. So where did you go? Did you just go all over the United States or all over the world or... I drove. So it was a big old road trip. Oh. I drove across the country Basically twice, I drove all the way to the Carolinas, down to the Everglades in Florida, wow. back through the South, through New Orleans, through Texas, New Mexico, Arizona. And then I did the Pacific Northwest, which is when I came through Central Oregon and saw how beautiful it was. And that's where I am now. That's amazing. And you did that by yourself? Yep. I did <gasps> it by myself. Half of it I did with my dog, but the other half of the time she was with my parents. So Part of it was just on my own. Yeah. And that was a very powerful experience. You know, it's interesting how things don't always happen how we hope they will. Uh-huh. Of course. I thought it would be this journey of freedom and fun and just pure adventure and letting go of everything. Yet it turned out to be a time to really process and grieve and release some deep held wounds. Yeah. And I didn't anticipate that. And I didn't want that. <laughs> because it, I want that, right? I want that freedom. But it was so painful. It was a very intense process. And when you don't expect it, it can really catch you off guard. So again, it reminds me of those miracles, which is that they don't always happen when we'd like them to, or how the process is not always how we'd like it to be. However, I'd even go as far to say, Laura Lee, that like this card talks about, there is a gift to developing an addiction or an eating disorder. And it is that to me, it's something that's maybe like a little kernel inside of us, a deep, deep belief that says, I'm not good enough. And that kernel grows into an eating disorder, which says, well, if I'm not good enough, I have to do something about it. I have to change me because I am not good enough as I am. And then that seed grows so much that we start to see just how 
prevalent it is, right? Oh my gosh, I'm deciding that I need to restrict what I eat and change my body so drastically just so I can have my own self-approval. You can't ignore it once it grows into this big old sprouting plant of an eating disorder. And then you really have to get in there. If you would like to have a weekly newsletter that has some information about recovery or what people are doing in the world or what I'm doing in the world and just information about how to recover and what to do and how do we have faith and trust and love and openness to our own selves, you can go to my website at itsnotaboutfood.com. Storygram Network. Welcome to One Media, One Media. I when you're whining with nurses. It's a place I like to call The Bleed. My name is Laura Lee, and this is It's Not About Food. Storygram Network. I joined Beyond Hunger about three years ago after my own eating disorder recovery. I've been with the Peer Ed program for over a year. I have been a peer educator for a few weeks now. Beyond Hunger is an amazing organization in which high schoolers like me get to go to schools across the Bay Area and educate teens and students on mental health, body image, intuitive eating. And I joined because it really helps people. I joined the program because I believe that the information we provide people my age is very important. Beyond Hunger has allowed me to connect with the youth in my community and reaffirm to myself what I know is true. It has given me an opportunity to educate others and inform others around my age. Um, and I just think it's a really wonderful program. Because I want to teach other teens what I never learned. Appreciating your body through its ups and downs, navigating di diet culture, and learning about intuitive emotions and hunger. And I felt that it was super important to continue to make change in the community. My name is Laura Lee Rourke, and I am one of the founders of Beyond Hunger. My business partner, Carol Normandy, and I founded it in 1988. But for the last 25 years, we've been going into schools and talking about the issue of eating disorders and body hatred. We um, train young women to go in with us, peer to peer, student to student, and it is a wonderful program. Please give generously. Thank you. Yeah, and what do I need to let go of or figure out or just be okay with, really, this giant thing in my tummy? Well, I often say that for every recovery I've ever had, at the time, I pretty much hated it. <laughs> but looking back, it was really wonderful that I had to recover in that way. I had to do it or I wouldn't have been able to live. So I would go into gratitude that I got the miracle of recovery. It's so true. Yes, absolutely. I often use the word exquisite because people will call it exquisite pain, exquisite grief, but there's a brilliance to it because again, it allows and unveils what's really going on. And it creates this new beginning for you without that underlying belief any longer. You know, and it can be anything from recovering from an addiction disorder or even like a breakup, something that's really painful. And there's so much grief in that and sadness, but the pain is exquisite because it teaches you a lot about how you felt and why it hurt you, why it hurt you to lose this thing. It's so true. 
I don't know, you know, if I can get into gratitude. Well, I don't really rush myself into doing anything. I mean, I lost my dog of 16 years last February, so it's almost been a year. And I thought, I'll never recover from this. And even though I miss him all the time, all the time, I am so grateful that I had him for 16 years. Such a great friend, my little dog, Scooter. So I just think, how did that happen? You know, how did I take all of that pain of losing him and it changed, you know, alchemy into complete gratitude and love that I had him for that long? That was a miracle for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's one of the most challenging things we can experience in life is to lose a loved one or a pet and to have to reconcile with the idea that just because we love something deeply doesn't mean we'll have it forever. Right. And that's actually what makes it wonderful is because it's just for a short period of time, you know, and that's what makes us appreciate it. You know, Laura Lee, it almost reminds me of this card, which I hope the audience will be able to look up because as you described, there's two individuals flying over the earth. And what it reminds me of is that our higher self, last time I was on the show, Laura Lee, I got divinity, which reminds me of our soul. When we're in that higher perspective, the soul perspective flying over the earth, we can see the bigger picture, which is that whether it's the loss of your pet or the development of an eating disorder and the recovery was all a part of this beautiful mosaic threaded together to create your evolution, your heart's growth, right? To love a pet and then lose it is one of the most challenging journeys you'll go to, but also one of the greatest when we know that it's worth it. And just as you said, to have to recover sucks. It's the lowest of the lows. That's why people don't do it until they hit their bottom, right? That's right. We hit our bottom and we're mad at everything. We hate that we have to get better. I know most of us, when we get into an eating disorder, we don't want to let it go. We've come to rely on it. It's become a companion and it can feel like a loyal companion because it's always there, right? Unlike people or relationships or a job or whatever it is, those disorders, they're always right there. So we have to make peace with letting that go. And there's a grieving involved. It's so true. I've had clients say, my eating disorder is my only friend. And it's like, you got to get more friends. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a good friend. friend. (laughs) Let's talk about this friend of yours, shall we? (laughs) Yeah. And I say the same thing because I say, would you say that this is a healthy friendship or a healthy relationship? And I would ask, do you feel like your disorder is very nice to you? You say, well, not really, because it doesn't really have anything nice to say. And it's always getting mad at me if I don't do what I'm supposed to do, or if numbers change on the scale and clothes don't fit. And I said, okay, well, does does that feel like a good friend? And they say, no. So I said, okay. So just like when we're in a unhealthy relationship, we can still be very much in love with that person, even though they treat us bad, or we believe we're in love. I don't know that I would call that love, but there's something there. There's connection to that person, you know, they're a companion with them, they're in your life, but you have to say, what am I going to choose? Am I going to choose my health and my love for myself? Or am I going to choose this path of disorder and addiction and unhappiness, right? Unhappiness. But it's really hard to let that go because it's what you know, and it's there. And it seems 
that here's the thing, both with the unhealthy relationship and a eating disorder, it seems to care about you in a way. <laughs> yes. Oh no, no, we're going to make you look perfect. Just don't do this and do this. And then you'll look so perfect and you'll be so happy. It tells you these lies, just like a partner who's lying. Right. And I say the same thing. And I said the same thing to me. This is a false sense of self. This isn't even really who I am, or I tell my clients, not who you are. This is a disorder that's there. It's like having a bacteria. It doesn't belong to you. Let it go. Absolutely. And I've actually started these women's groups that I hold every Wednesday at seven online to allow women to come together because what we just described, you know, we mentioned it could be through an eating disorder or a relationship or anything, but we can find ourselves sort of stuck in an unhealthy place. Or maybe that we've moved away from that, right? We've gotten out of the relationship, we're in recovery, but we say, well, now what? How do I find myself now that I'm ready to heal? And what does that mean to heal or be healthy? Right. Right. And so I think it's powerful to bring women together because I think for so long, women have suffered in silence, in their disorders, in their, you know, being treated poorly, in their sacrifices to push themselves to do what they think they should do, even though it isn't good for them. So I think there's a lot of power in us coming together now and speaking to these things. I think so too. I'm so glad you're doing that. Yeah, it's work that I really love. And there's always something really powerful that comes from every group. Of course. So I wonder if you would read the bottom of the card, Today I Will Trust. Today I will trust that miracles are possible. I will open to looking for the gifts and miracles that show up in my daily life. I will allow myself to go beneath the obsession with food and weight, embrace my own light within, and receive the gifts of recovery. So tell me how people can get in touch with you as you move around the country. They can check out my website, which is womenwaken.com, or they can find me on Instagram at womenwaken. I also have a YouTube channel at womenwaken where they can see video of my podcast that I release weekly, which are all about helping women to heal and to feel empowered to improve their relationships with themselves and others, and to really just feel more peace in their lives. Well, I do just so appreciate your work and what you've been doing. And it's a really wonderful gift for people to see women, especially in their power and in in the miracle of their lives. It's just fabulous. And to see women living their lives, yeah, right, to the fullest. Because that little bit that I just read reminds me is when we're in our midst of our eating disorder, get so disconnected from life. We don't realize that we're not having these little gifts and joy and letting our light shine. Because the thing about an eating disorder is it becomes your own little personal drama that takes you out of the world. Right. And in a way, that can feel safer. You know, there's this whole scary world out there, but I know that every day I need to do these tasks and have these requirements to meet the demands of my eating disorder. And I can focus on that. And we're keeping ourselves closed off, like huddled in a ball with our eating disorder, rather than blooming and opening ourselves to the world, engaging in ways that we can experience joy and life. You know, I've had so many clients in the midst of an eating disorder who feel they have no joy in their life anymore. No, you can only get excited about a new size (laughs) so many times. 
right? until there's no more size. <laughs> You know, like what's after double zero? I don't know, triple zero, I guess. And then what? And then what? And then what? So I'm really glad that you're out there. I love the podcast that you have. I love the name of it. And I just really appreciate you being on today so we could talk about miracles and how great it is to embrace them. And we do get a choice. We get to step around at this time or just go ahead and jump in. Yes, absolutely. And I think that's so important for anyone listening who has been in an eating disorder or maybe possibly is struggling with one is knowing that there is hope no matter how dismal it feels and how entrenched we might feel in our disorder, that recovery is always possible. That shift, that alchemy and the energy that allows us, as you said, to sort of decide, we always have a choice to choose our recovery or our disorder. Yes. And like you said, sometimes we go around that merry-go-round a lot of times. I know you and I both, Laura Lee, yeah. have, we spent years <laughs> in it and we weren't ready right. to get off until we were. No. And now we spend our life helping others. That's right. And it's a fun ride no matter what, but it's a much funner ride when you choose to be on it. <laughs> yes. Yes, it really is. And when you feel that miracle, when you put the effort in, and as we said, it doesn't happen immediately. You can start recovering from an eating disorder and still feel the struggle and the suffering and the weight of it. But as we move through it, then wait for that miracle, as they say, because it will happen and you'll know greater joy and lightness than you ever knew. Because as you said, all that an eating disorder can offer you is turmoil and struggle and- More of the same. More of the same. It's a very limited bag in there. It's only got a few tricks. It's time to say, I'm done with your tricks. I'm they don't impress me you. anymore. <laughs> I just want to be me, whatever size that is, and go live my life. And move my body. Oh, yeah. a beautiful thing. Dance. Laugh. Doesn't matter what size you are, you can do those things. Have you gone sledding? I have. Oh, cool. I actually went off a big old bump and uh, took a big fall. <laughs> I got a lot of air, <laughs> okay. but it was worth it. I wasn't hurt, so that's good. Good. Well, you take care of yourself, and I'm so grateful that you're on the show today. Thank you. Thank you so much, Laura Lee. So good to see you. You too. Bye. Say hi to the organ. <laughs> I will. <laughs> Thank you for listening. And be sure and follow me on Patreon, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and it's not about food.com. Thanks.